millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Let's get ready to rumble! Find out how many rounds of boxing it's going to take to knock out Kevin McCarthy on January 3rd. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. everyone and welcome back to the second attempt at tonight's episode of red pill news had some massive massive tech issues going on here don't you love it how that crap happens at the moment you're gonna go live everything stops working Thank God I had – Ivan's like, Zach, you've always got to have a backup plan. Always got to have a backup plan. And I'm like, I had plan B, C, and D, and all of them crapped out on me at the same time. Well, tonight – No, I said you need to have plan Z. Plan Z, okay. I am plan Z. <laughs> plan Z. Do me a favor, guys. You know, people uh, you know, were here earlier. Now they're not here. So help me out by sharing the show. We've got a bang-up show for you tonight. We're going to be talking, of course, about the battle for Speaker Trump tomorrow – is the vote in the House of Representatives. January 3rd, next Tuesday. Oh, God, is the vote. For some reason, I was thinking tomorrow was January 3rd, next Tuesday. Not yet. Well, we've got another, we got a whole week. we got a whole week to try to pump this and get people into the idea of a Speaker Trump situation in the House of Representatives. So, do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back with Ivan Raiklin after this. All right, welcome back to the program. Thank you to those of you who are here with us. As I was saying in the introduction, maybe you didn't hear, but if you showed up here at 8 p.m., my soundboard died as I was going live. Actually, what happened was, first of all, it started crackling, and then the audio for the guest portion of the show was coming through my audio channel, so it was doubling up. Yeah. And it was just, you know, so so it was like compounding these issues, and everything went wrong all at once. So then, luckily, I had an Evan old, McCarthy. I, it was, that was exactly what I was thinking. You know, what lengths will Kevin McCarthy not go to to ensure that we don't get to talk about this subject? Because it's, you know, this is a real deal. FBI. This, 
It could be the FBI. It could be the, the clowns in America. It could be any number of any federal agencies. I mean, now that they don't have Twitter to lean on so heavily, I think that they're probably going to have to do some other dirty tricks like that. But let me just suffice to say, I had a whole bunch of odd electrical problems. And it's kind of ironic, considering that my buddy uh, uh, Nakaz over there on the Foxhole and on Rumble just sent me a whole bunch of uh, bang-up professional audio stuff so that I could avoid things like this in the future, but I haven't had an opportunity to set it up. So either way, thank you very much. I I don't see anybody... Okay, now the chat is going on Rumble. I think maybe I was attacked, Ivan. I think that at the end of the day, it's the easiest possible explanation. I mean, so it's not user error because I know what the hell I'm doing. Let me just say that. No, absolutely. Every time I I publish or advertise that i'm going on a massive podcast like yours there's always something that happens that's why i had to upgrade my things too well good for you no, it's good good, good you. to be back on uh, i always enjoy it with you zach oh it's, yeah. uh, you're my bro. I've met my match when i talk to you let me tell <laughs> you this so well knowledgeable about all of the issues well yeah I just, I just care about all these things that are affecting america you know it's like i don't even think about it it's just second nature to me but i was i was having well, someone was talking at me on Truth Social. They said that after the show I did with John Harold <laughs> Patel Patriot and uh, Derek, what's his name, that they would never listen to me again, that it was so disrespectful and I was a jerk. And I was like, you know, I, first of all, it doesn't sound like me. Second of all, I've never done a show with those two people. I said, maybe you were thinking about the show with Ivan and John. But I said, even if that's the case, Ivan's my bro. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was this, my bro. Everyone was claiming I was disrespectful to you and John. <laughs> It's like uh, people. I don't people, think they were disrespectful to me. No, no, I don't think I came off as disrespectful. I, I didn't hear so back either. from either one of you, you know, busting my chops. So no. I figured it was just a conversation. I it, it and that's exactly what it was. You know, I mean, grownups have the ability to sit down and have a one-on-one respectful conversation, even on issues that they don't a hundred percent agree. Yeah, on. like I would. It would be great if you would host me and Mike Pence. For a discussion in person. Mike Pence, Mike Pence, the invitation <laughs> is open. I would love to have you and Mike Pence on. I th- I mean, I, let's be honest, though. I don't think Mike Pence would would ever, uh, you know, succumb to something like that. I mean, he, he has he would everything to lose and nothing to gain. Let me ask you this, Ivan. I heard a rumor this past week that he filed FEC paperwork uh, to run for president. Have you heard anything about that? <laughs> I think, yeah, well, needless to say, since uh, everyone knows how much I adore Mike Pence, (laughs) I got an onslaught of text messages and uh, across all different platforms with that screenshot. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, what's this? And then immediately thereafter, I kind of take a look and apparently somebody was uh, without his knowledge, some CCP agent, supposedly. No, I don't know if it was a CCP (laughs) agent, but somebody was basically playing a prank. Uh, that prank can get you in a lot of trouble, whoever would, did that. I would imagine. Uh, that's kind of a fraudulent filing, which sure. probably will be prosecuted if I, you know, considering Mike Pence and what he does with trying to prosecute President Trump, right. trying to prosecute everybody in that's loyal to Trump that was trying to expose the truth and implicating Pence and all the criminal behavior over the last six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, you know, he's using his network of friends and DHS and DOJ to go after uh, the Trump world, I would expect him to do the same uh, as agree. it applies to whoever filed. <clears throat> certainly, certainly. So. But yeah, I mean, that's for another conversation. I did a substack specifically on how he's already locked in 275 electoral votes mm-hmm. uh, based on uh, you know his loyalists that are essentially running 
elections in some of the contested states to get to that point. But unfortunately, so, that's the case. Uh, but that's that's for down the road. I think we need to focus on January 3rd well, and the run-up to it. On that note. And how <clears throat> Kevin McCarthy is going to be backing out of the speaker's I have, I, race. I actually have a, a video, Ivan, the, oh. the vid- video that you sent me. And I'd like to play it for everyone. I sent quite a few. Well, the Which mo- one the, is it? The one most recently where uh, the congressman is talking about the secret speaker candidate that he's not going to reveal. Oh, Bob Good. That is a Bob very good. good clip. This is a good video, you guys. You're going to like this. And I, <laughs> so go ahead. Go I have ahead. some updates and analysis to that. You should be able to hear this, okay? So if you if you can't hear it, you, you've seen it. Obviously, you sent it over. But uh, go ahead and take a listen to this, guys. And... Uh, Tell me what you think uh, Bob Good is is saying. Uh, there we go. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. That should definitely be this one. No? What the heck? What's going on? Okay. Kevin, are you blocking the video? They screwed up everything. My My monitors are labeled incorrectly. Okay, here we go. When folks see, you know, who we put forward, uh, they're going to be excited about it. And really is that, that going to be? You have to wait to see on that. You already have a decision made? Um, well, I have a decision on who I think it should be. And I think that's largely supported by most of the folks uh, who are part of this effort. Um, but it does it does not advance our cause to put out a name or names right now. Is there a plan right now for the five of you guys to vote for the same person? I, I think you're going to see uh, the, the support be for Andy Biggs to start. To start. Yes. Okay. We need someone to put forth the night, Kevin McCarthy, the 218 votes. That's not the person you, in your mind right now, are thinking of. That's not who I'm speaking about to get to 218. Interesting. And are, are the other five members also in agreement on this person that you're thinking of right now? I think there is large support uh, for one individual in particular, uh, for Speaker. Um, and I think uh, that, uh, again, he he's a conservative who, who is, uh, could get to 218 and would do an effective job. Of the 36 who didn't vote for him on November 15, 31 who voted for Andy Biggs, five who voted for just five different people, single votes each, None of those 36 have come forward and said, hey, I voted against him on November 15th, but I'm voting for him this time. Essentially, that McCarthy withdraws or once he is effectively blocked on January 3rd. We'd like him to withdraw before January 3rd so we can put forth a candidate to get 218 votes on the first ballot. Uh, But they're not going to raise their hand. They're not going to acknowledge they're interested as long as he is perceived to be in the running. There's a dishonest disinformation campaign going on, by the way, from his office and from his team that, hey, if we don't vote for Kevin McCarthy, the only person who can be speaker that we're going to elect Nancy Pelosi or Liz Cheney or 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 some you know rhino who's going to make a deal with Democrats. Totally untrue. Everybody knows that's not true. That's a scare tactic to try to uh, get you know to, to confuse the base to say, oh well, we're not crazy over McCarthy, but we don't want Pelosi as speaker. There's no chance that's going to happen. And you know, move forward together with someone that represents the conservative center of the conference. Someone that the base will be excited to see us support. Uh, I, I think on the second ballot, you'll see it'll, it'll become a little more clear on uh, who we think can get us to 218. All right. So that video, uh, you know, I mean, it, it sure makes it. Well, first of all, let's say this. 
I had some people on on Truth Social before the show, Ivan, and they were saying, take it to the bank, whatever. McCarthy's a lock. This is it. He's going to win. It doesn't, it, you know, from my independent research, it doesn't appear that McCarthy has the votes to become Speaker of the House. Correct. And for anybody who would who would say, you know, oh, you know, Kevin McCarthy is the only one they're going to vote for. Unless he gets enough votes, and right now he doesn't have enough votes, he can't be Speaker of the House. And they will continue to vote over and over and over again. How, how many times in history has that happened, Ivan? I know it's rare, but it's happened a couple of times. Yeah, so if you go back, it's happened a couple of times where there have been multiple votes. The actual largest number, the, the world record, if you will, America's record on this, yeah. it's over 100 votes that took place. Mm-hmm. If you, and you can find this on the uh, Speaker of the House website for under the history section of it. Mm-hmm. I believe it was 130, 150 votes. Can okay. you imagine how many votes? I mean, that that's that's not the same day. No, that would have been weeks. weeks. Yeah, that probably. I think that took weeks for them to decide on who it would be. And Matt Gates even indicated at the uh, event down in, in Arizona last week, I believe it was, or the week before, mm-hmm. that he, he's happy to go till the uh, you know till, till the cherry blossoms come out. <laughs> he's happy to hold a vote uh, until they figure out who it's going to be. Like now it. he's one of the five that are never Kevin. Mm-hmm. So the reason five is an important number because that brings the threshold down to two seventeen. And I think I, I sent you a couple of videos, right, where it one starts off with two twenty one, and then you can start seeing clips of different people coming up and saying uh, that <clears throat> they're uh, oh, yeah, you know, they're never Kevin. And then you have another seven that came out that basically said that they want motion to vacate the chair, which Kevin will not provide. That brings the number down to what. 220 and then lauren bobert comes out and says that she's only gonna uh, vote for a speaker that allows for vacate the chair which also is an indirect jab at kevin mccarthy and so bob good basically says that there's upwards of at least 20 republicans that are not going to vote for him on the first round mm-hmm. first ballot if if necessary right right and then the second round he's gonna you know even even if he gets to that point i honestly think that he's not even going to get to that point and the reason being is that the conversations that I'm having with members, uh, and again, I, I like to be open and honest. I do have conversations, whether it's uh, via text message, whatever, uh, phone with different members. And I've, you know, you've seen photos where I've interacted with folks to include right. Jim Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, bottom line is you're starting to see a sentiment growing especially with my Substack that I've put together. It's the counterintelligence investigation of Kevin McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I send it over to him and I say, hey, th- this is who you're voting for on January 3rd, if that's who you're thinking of voting for. Uh, and just, just keep in mind, I mean, you're going to have to live with that. And so you may want to reconsider. I do, you know, professionally, cordially, and some of them don't respond, but they don't block me, uh, which means <laughs> that they're, you, know, you can see who's reading my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, others are asking for advice on, well, if it's not going to be Kevin, who do you think it should be, Ivan? You know, realistically. And obviously, you know what my publicly facing uh, argument is. I think the ideal situation is to provide a uh, vote for President Trump uh, in the tempor- temporary speaker. Right. While we address all the constitutional issues that have occurred unconstitutional issues that have occurred against a sitting president mm-hmm. and a candidate back from 2016 to today, give him an opportunity to rebut also to, uh, uh, you know, respond to all the illegal activity of the DOJ, FBI, 
in a, in the most law offensive manner possible, right? Right. In the most right. aggressive constitutional way possible, so that they are they understand that there is going to be a massive body check for their criminality. Mm-hmm. They're going to get criminal referrals. Uh, there's going to be censure and ethics investigations into all the impeachment managers all, uh, from the impeachment hoax one and two, as well as all of the J6 cover-up committee crew that Mike Pence basically consummated, right? And then uh, it's going to be a big boomerang. And then once that's complete, and then the articles, you know, the several hundred articles of impeachment are transmitted over to the Senate on Biden, and then Harris will have a few. Once that's done, then we can start to get to the point where I think the court of public opinion, because he's going to have the bully pulpit of C-SPAN 1, 2, and 3 uncensored. Now he has Twitter that allows for content to come out. He's got Truth Social, Getter, etc. And I, I honestly think while it's a long shot, I think it's still a doable proposition that we can get to a 12th Amendment vote in the House to do the reinstatement. And that's when he hands over the gavel. And that begs the next question of who should it be? Uh, after a lot of thought behind it, I think we need to convince Devin Nunes to take the gavel. To come back, to come back to Congress. Yep. Really? And I here's mean, do, why. Do you think I think you, would, you already, though? you probably know some of the, the, the points of it. Of course. Number one, he was in Congress. He knows all of the members aside from the you know new incoming members. Mm-hmm. I think he has the respect and he's more measured, right? He's not a bomb thrower. Yeah. And uh, uh, I would, you know, I think most people would agree with that. But he did the work. He, he used to be the chair of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. Yes, the only one of eight members of the Gang of Eight that actually got to the truth of the spot, illegal spy. Mm-hmm. So from that perch, I think he can realistically deploy and manage. You know, remember as a previous chair, so he was in leadership conversations, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then he could really focus his time and attention on going after the national security state while it allows Jim Jordan to continue to specifically go after the DOJ and the FBI overreach. Because let's be honest, he's got the institutional knowledge, the staff, all the whistleblowers blowers have already come to him. Why squander that opportunity by essentially voting for him to be the speaker? Well, I, he would be a great speaker, I think. Um, you know, there's some things that you may not like about him, but I think he would garner the 218, but I think he's better suited to be uh, chairman of judiciary in order to p- provide that body check against the DOJ, bringing in all the research and evidence that he's done right in the yeah. minority right now. And then previously when we were in the majority and leaving Devin Nunes, the opportunity not only to do the national security component, but now having served as the CEO of Truth social, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, from that perch, I think he, he gets a, a, a quite an exquisite, if you will, understanding of tech and social media to then be able to use his bully pulpit to go after big tech mm-hmm. uh, and, all, and and then basically coordinate it with all the investigations going on from the Judiciary Committee, but to deploy the entire House to go after the Chinese Communist Party, big tech, big media, big pharma, right? Mm-hmm. Going into looking at November 3rd, going into investigating further January 6th, by getting a, a solid sergeant at arms. I mean, if Devin comes in and he doesn't choose me as sergeant at arms, I think uh, Cash Patel would be a quite the sergeant at arms uh, sure. that the country could use in order to get to the real story of January 6th, considering he, you know, he had a seat at the table directly or maybe in, in the second row when he was the chief of staff for the secretary of defense. So I think mm-hmm. 
that could be the, the quickest path forward to getting to the truth and constitutional remedy to make sure that all of the nefarious actors over the last six years are, uh, you know, are facing consequences. You know, I, I tend to agree with you. I'd love to see Cash and I'd love to see Devin back in government. I, I, I really like the idea of Devin as Speaker of the House because, you know, he again, just in the way that President Trump isn't elected to any particular office right now, but he would just be elected by members of Congress to run that uh, that spot there. You know, Devin, I think, would be uniquely positioned you know, mm-hmm. for all the reasons you said, but, you know, specifically because he's not also a congressman, he doesn't have anything else that he has to worry about. He can focus solely on directing the body politic and essentially making sure that they're covering all the bases, everything that we need to expose all of this stuff. And now, I think, yeah, and I, I think he has the leverage as well. I mean, I get it. President Trump has the leverage of of, of uh, endorsing 150 of the House members of the yes. 222, right? And then I I think for those that are the anti-Trump crowd, while we you know we would get them, I think we could get to the 68 necessary, especially with these Twitter file releases on almost a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Especially if you and I and constituents over the next week basically say, hey, obviously you know I, I feel confident Kevin's Kevin's out right with yeah. everything that we've uncovered and the work that we've been doing and educating the the body, he's not going to have the votes. So then now we've kind of are going to transition into the next phase of, you know, let's, how do we convince 218 uh, to support President Trump initially? Right. right. To afford him that temporary opportunity to rebut, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's due process, right? Just give yeah. him an opportunity to rebut anything coming from the J6 committee, from everything that happened over the last six years, the two impeachments. And then once that's done and complete, even if there isn't a 12th Amendment reinstatement, uh, because the numbers don't match up. In return, basically, you get a Devin Nunes to continue that that fight. And I think Devin Nunes has the trust of both, not only Trump world, right, but I think having served, I think it was at least a decade in Congress, uh, he has those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he's way more trusted in Kevin. Well, just be, Let me ask you this. Honest. Do, do you think that Devin would have to give up his CEO position at Truth Social, or do you think that he would be able to straddle the line and do both? I think that would be a question of can he legally? I think he would be able to because mm-hmm. as speaker, I mean, I mean, should he ethically and morally, if you want to maintain like the high ground and, and mm-hmm. the conflict of interests component, and it would be a precedent setting move. I think, uh, you know, while I'm usually the most law offensive guy and like take everything at task, I still consider the historical precedent behind it. That's why the argument that I did with the Pence card was so, was measured and they never went after me because, you know, it's stuck within the, the framework and it didn't go beyond that. So I would say that it's probably better that he step away from that role during his time as speaker so that he can focus his efforts, on, uh, you know, on the speakership. Sure. But I don't think, I mean, look at what Nancy Pelosi did, right? But she was a sitting member, so it's a different circumstance. I'd have to you know, think about it a little bit more detail, but right now as we're thinking through it, I would say it's probably more appropriate to step aside mm-hmm. for twofold, right? Yeah. It gives them the moral and ethical high ground, and then it allows them to fully focus in on speakership, just like I, Trump did when he stepped aside from 
know, put it in blind trust, things right. like that. Right. Well, I, I think you're right. I think that it, it would be better probably for the country if he was solely focused on that. Um, you know, but I guess the, there'd be more question. buy-in into it. You know, I think. Yes, yes, yes. And it would be one less thing that they couldn't attack him for. Um, mm-hmm. But the question then becomes, is he willing to give up that CEO position at Truth Social? Now, you know, let, let's say Devin, you know, is 100 percent a patriot and uh, he's willing to do whatever it takes to save America. I mean, I think that he was wonderful in Congress. You know, I, I think that if he was presented with that opportunity, it would be really difficult for him to plausibly turn it down. You know, like what you know, what reason you've got Devin Nunes, you've got the opportunity to come back to Congress, be the Speaker of the House and perhaps lead us into uh, the direction that we need to go, because right mm-hmm. now. Things are so tenuous. You know, uh, this this may be a long shot, but it's one of those things that's thinking outside the box, because what have we gotten so far, guys? I mean, we've done the same thing, expecting different results every time. And the deep state has proven to us that they don't give two shits about us or the Constitution. They will if they can. They're going to trample all over us and our rights. So why not get creative and think outside the box to try to get the justice that we deserve and make sure that it happens. You know, th- so people will people have frequently told me that this is a dream and that I'm crazy for even thinking that it's possible. You know, but I, I think that several hundred years ago, there was a couple. If of I guys, can explain the math, I think people will, will well, kind of see the path. I'd also I, I want you to explain the math. And then I also want you to explain the 12th Amendment reinstatement. But let me just finish the thought real quick. You know, in in 1776, there was a couple of crazy guys here uh, on uh, on the burgeoning American soil uh, that uh, decided that they didn't want to be ruled by the British monarchy anymore. Uh, and I think a lot of people probably said back then, you're crazy. You're going to go up against the king. You're going to go up against the queen. You know, and they had to do it because what's the what's the choice? You know, you either die on your feet or or, or serve on your knees. I'm, I'm not willing to do the latter. So we've got to go for the former. And so just a, an excellent example of that. So, yes. So explain to me the numbers and then explain the 12th Amendment reinstatement. Absolutely. So <clears throat> it's going to be a long discussion here. So, number one. There are 222 members of the House that have an R by their name. There's a total of 434 since we were missing one due to a uh, died of cancer a couple weeks ago in the 4th Congressional District in Virginia. Mm-hmm. That'll be in February 21st, the special election. So he's not going to – most likely it's not going to go that long <laughs> into uh, February. Never say never. <laughs> uh, so let's just assume that it won't, yeah. just as an assumption. So you still need – with one gone, you still need that 218 for the majority. 222 Republicans. Now you have 186 of those 222 in the internal conference vote on November 15th voted for Kevin, and 36 did not vote for Kevin. 31 of those voted for Andy Biggs, and five voted for someone else. I I found out in the interview from uh, Bob Good last Friday, a couple days ago, that those five were voting for some other, each one voted for an individual separate. Any it's of them Liz Cheney, <laughs> or any of them Liz Cheney, or Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> no, because she's not coming. Well, I would say no, 
Uh, but Liz Cheney was not able to vote, I'm sure, because she's not going to be in the 118th Congress. OK, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I meant, did anyone put up Liz Cheney's name? Because that was, you know, you, you, Bob Good mentions that this disinformation <laughs> that maybe Liz Cheney is going to be speaking. That's of the Kevin House. McCarthy saying exactly. it as a scare tactic. Exactly. There is no, no chance. There's no, no chance. circumstance whatsoever that no. the Republican conference is going to allow a Democrat to be the Speaker of the House. No, there's just no. It's not going to happen. No. Because guess what? It's okay. It might happen for five minutes and then they're just going to change that, right? Maximum five minutes. But I would say it won't happen for five minutes because, you know, it'll just, they'll just hold a majority vote again. And because remember, when you control the House, right? Mm -hmm. You can supersede your previous ruling in the next five seconds. So that, that, let's brush that aside. So 186, you need 218, Kevin. So I guess one strategy, I always like the war game things from the other side's perspective. So then what are, what are Kevin's only options when he realizes after having multiple discussions with the five that are never Kevin and them not budging and him publicly saying, yeah, they're not budging. And so then the question is like, well, how are you going to get to 218? Well, I don't know. He's going to basically go on January 3rd. And then as more people on the sidelines – uh, before you interject, so you have the five never Kevin. You have seven that re- signed a memo from the House Freedom Caucus that said they need the following stipulations from an incoming. You know, who are, they're basically it's a job application. If you want to be speaker, you got to meet the following seven the, these following things. One of them being motion to vacate the chair. And mm-hmm. if you don't, then we're not going to vote for you. So that's twelve. And then Lauren Bober, that's thirteen. Right now, the uh, Kevin realizes this. Right, I mean he's talking. So then. His only strategy and path is to convince the Democrats to either vote for him. Now, he might be able to get a few of them that are in safe districts, uh, but most of them are going to be immediately primary. Are uh-huh. they willing to put their political career on the line to get Kevin to be the Speaker of the House? Uh, that's probably a hard no. Maybe <laughs> and mentioned. how about Republicans? Are they going to be willing to vote for a Democrat? They're going to get skewered. By like, oh, I don't know, their family, their neighbors, and everyone that they know. So then how does Kevin get to get the speakership? I think his only path is, and this is something we have to figure out how to how to counter, his only path is if he stays in the race, which I don't expect, but let's say he does on January 3rd, he gets the Democrats to not show up. Hmm. Um, See that? So do you, because then you the majority of those that any- are present, but that would only last him until everybody comes back into the chambers. Right, right. You don't. Think so there's that's kind of in- a partial you, non-starter. You don't think there's anybody in the house that's like a mansion or a cinema that would be willing to, you know, just put party politics aside to get somebody into the speakership? You mean on the Democrat side? Yeah, on the Democrat side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, it's only the House, so we we can't, no, no. I'm, we can't I'm saying really, not okay. not Mansion or Cinema, like, okay. like a like because Mansion and Cinema frequently will vote, you know, right, right. On, on Republican issues. But on the Senate it, side, I, I get it. Yeah, so you're yeah. using that analogy. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying no, and I'm not saying never. I just don't see. Okay, so if it's only five that are holdouts on the Republican side, then that means McCarthy only needs to get one vote. Yeah, right from the Democrats to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's possible. But when you when Bob Good says that there are more like twenty that are n- gonna not vote for Kevin, that yeah. means he's got to get like sixteen Democrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's come on. 
that's uh, a that's, un- that's yeah. a tough order, right? Tough now, tough. if it's more like thirty six, then it's it's basically not not a doable task. Mm-hmm. So then, where are we at? Here are the numbers. Kevin McCarthy doesn't have it. So then we oh. McCarthy uh, and articulate to the following members. So you have fifty four that have publicly said last week that they're only Kevin on multiple ballots. Okay. That's if he's still on the ballot, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously they're not going to vote for him if he's not on the ballot. Right. So 54 that are only Kevin, you have 36 that are not Kevin, which leaves you with what? 132 that are being educated on <laughs> who Kevin is. That's mm-hmm. where I come into play and where right. you and everyone listening in come to play to figure out, Hey, these are the 132 individuals that need to be educated that we don't want you to support Kevin. Let me so ask then you on uh-huh. Do you have a list of this? Have you put this information out publicly on your Substack? That is something that I'm going to be putting out. Yes. Okay. Because if we could give I wish people... I could promise tonight well, probably it's already almost 10. It is. Uh, yeah. I'll try to get something out tomorrow, okay? So so if we can if we can get that out as soon as possible, Ivan, then we can put the audience to work and give them some action items of who to contact. And share your Substack with them. Talk about the counterintelligence investigation into Kevin McCarthy. What type of person he is, and what type of people, what type of person we want to see in the speakership. Because, right? Because exactly, because it's very telling, right? When 132 people have not publicly said, like in private, they voted for Kevin because it was you know, but in public, not a peep. Mm -hmm. And as more and more people are like, oh, whoa, whoa. If I find out, because it's going to be a public vote, when the constituents see that, and if the constituents know Kevin and all the counterintelligence risks that he poses, the FTX money that he brought in, the China connection with his with the California GOP, uh-huh, Ron Romney, and, and then you have I, I don't want you to speedrun these, these. I don't think you should speedrun these. I think that we should go through them point by point. Okay, uh, if you, you got know, some time, let's go. Absolutely. You want, so, can you pull up the, the substack? And- oh, I've, I've already got it pulled up, homie. What are you talking about? Wait, we got, we got the, <laughs> we'll we got- go through the first five. Number six is a little scant, but I, I, the first five is where the meat and potatoes are. As we go from six through 13, mm-hmm. I, I might just double up a few here and there because there's not much evidence to show that he's much of a risk. Uh, and that's not saying that he isn't. It's just there's the public information isn't quite there to show that he's violating those guidelines. Mm-hmm. All right, and that so, would require a sergeant at arms, an ethics complaint, more you know, more investigatory tools to get to where we can fully flesh it out. So, so on, <laughs> on your first article, I think it's worth noting that um, in your informal poll of should Kevin McCarthy be expelled from Congress, 92% of respondents said yes. I'd like to know who these this handful of no votes are. I mean, it's probably <laughs> Kevin and Liz and, you know, maybe even Nancy Pelosi uh, might be. Yeah, it's probably that. Kevin's staffers, right? Yeah. yeah. Liz's staffers that yeah, are probably yeah. meddling in our sub stack. <laughs> oh, disgusting. And look at this. Oh, God, this this makes me sick. This this picture can, with his, oh, oh, his, his the smug look on his face with his Ukrainian flag and that uh, kerchief or whatever that's called uh, in his breast pocket. <sighs> I mean, just you know, you know. Right, let me give some commentary, please. Right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I put ahead. in a lot of work into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, the floor is no, yours. No, no, you're good. Sir. The floor I'm is just yours. salivating to share. <laughs> okay. So number one. 
Um, and I had I had folks helping me out. So shout out to Laura and Melissa and Ashton. You know who you are. <laughs> they don't like their names out there fully. <laughs> so with that said, and Tom, by the way, uh, let's see here. That what I basically put together for those that aren't aware, in order to get a clearance with our federal government, mm-hmm. you have to go through a security clearance background check. And part of that background check, uh, there's what's called a background investigation, and they use what are known as adjudicative guidelines. So 13 guidelines to match somebody's background based on a questionnaire that you fill out. It's SF-86. And then, you know, based on what your background is, they match it to... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. See whether or not you pose a security risk and a vulnerability 
to our national security interests, meaning mm-hmm. can you hold a security clearance and be and, and are trustworthy enough to protect it from disclosure, right? Unlawful yes. disclosure. Right. I happen to have spent, oh, I don't know, I've had over a couple decades of holding a clearance. And so, you know, it's a knock on wood here. <laughs> been following the rules. Now, some people think uh, by exercising my First Amendment in my personal capacity off-duty and exposing the corruption in our government constitutes a risk. But it it doesn't. Mm -hmm. I'm just exercising my First Amendment in my off-duty personal capacity. Absolutely. As I am here. Yes. So um, those 13 adjudicated guidelines are directed by the Director of National Intelligence, Mm -hmm. and I'm using that as a framework. Uh, in italics, it's, it's the wording from those adjudicative guidelines, and then the non-italicized content in these in the substacks refers to you know what have I, what I've observed through just open information research. And again, yes. all this is available for any human being to replicate that I did because it's all available to the public writ large. I just happen to package it together, and the first one is titled what. Uh, that would be Kevin McCarthy, subject of a counterintelligence investigation. And if we're looking at the guidelines, the first one guide- is huh? allegiance to the United States. And there comes into play that Ukrainian lapel pin. Yes, exactly. Kerchief. So the first three adjudicative guidelines kind of focus on that ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is allegiance to the United States, foreign influence and foreign preference are the yes. first three. Yes. And so in the collective of that, because, you know, more information comes out as we work this through. And so the first one was essentially focused in on a lot of the the Ukraine FTX money. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's some more details in there. And then how that Ukraine FTX money was utilized. Same thing with the foreign preference, foreign influence. Uh, Not only is it the Ukraine FTX money, which let me just do a quick aside Um, for those that aren't aware. The. You know, everybody's heard of Sam Bankman uh, fraud, right? Mm-hmm. SBF. And that he was a major donor, number two donor after Soros to the Democrats. What many people haven't seen other than maybe from national file uh, reporting is that the number two at FTX, Ryan Salami, I like to call it, or Salome, was the number one donor to Republicans from FTX. Yes. Recap, mm. FTX money comes from stolen depositor money mm-hmm. that comes from individuals like you and me, whoever, I, I didn't invest in it, but others may have. And then also Ukraine invested money into FTX that was received by Kevin McCarthy, voted on legislation to fund the war effort in Ukraine, also known as the money laundering operation mm-hmm. on behalf of both parties. So. Kevin McCarthy to Ukraine, Ukraine to FTX, Ryan Salame to Kevin McCarthy, PAC, a Congressional Leadership Fund, as well as another, that's $2.8 million, by the way, $3.5 million to Mitch McConnell, PAC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Senate, the Senate Leadership Fund, I believe it's called. And then uh, at least $5 million we're tracking into Kevin McCarthy Associated PACs. Mm-hmm. What did he do with that money? In the primary, he dropped off $4 million to try to take down Joe Kent in Washington's 3rd Congressional District. Yep. He also then dropped another $9 million 
to try to take out Joe Kent in the general election by running anti-Joe Kent ads so that the Democrat could win, and then multiply that by another about almost two dozen other congressional candidates to make sure it was a managed pink trickle rather than a red wave. Somebody that you know in Ohio, Kevin McCarthy dropped a lot of money against him as well, J.R. Majewski, here in Virginia, uh, Jerome Bell in Florida, Anthony Sabatini, Laura Loomer, and Mm -hmm. the list goes on and on. Uh, Yeah, so using corrupted foreign money that he provided, you know, it it was basically 10% from the big guy almost, right? Yeah. I don't know if it was 10%, but it was whatever percent, and the big guy happened to be Kevin McCarthy, and the big gal was Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. Guess, Guess what else? The leverage that the Southern District of New York U.S. Attorney mm-hmm. has over Kevin McCarthy uh, and Republicans that receive that FTX money is massive because they're going to show Federal Election Commission violations. Guess who that U.S. Attorney in the Southern District of New York is? I happen to look him up. Who is Number it? one, he clerked for a year for a guy by the name of Merrick Gar- Garland. Mm. Okay. About 10 years ago. Yeah. And hmm, he was appointed by the current Chinese resident in the White House last Uh year. Yep. Okay. So what do you think? You think he's going to use his prosecutorial discretion to go after the uh, campaign finance fraud of Sam Bankman Freed donating to Democrats? Or is he going to focus all of his time, resources, and effort against Republicans who received money from FTX? I think that's probably more likely, even though it's going to be something that angers people to no end. Uh, but yes, I, I guarantee you that's probably well, what's going to happen. Most people don't go down that rabbit hole, right? We do, audience here, but most yeah. of society is going to be like, yeah, whatever, FTX, corrupt money. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was Republicans. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's going to be the leverage that they're going to have over Kevin McCarthy and uh, keep him in his little box. And he's pretty much a coward because he's backed away from the speaker's race before anyway, Mm -hmm. which leads to, uh, I think, number four. Part number four, sexual activity. Sexual behavior, you say, but... (laughs) Behavior, yes. So are are we talking Frank Lutz or are we talking... some uh, some fair haired blonde. <laughs> no, no, again. no. I was not able to find any evidence of uh, of any sort of impropriety with Frank Luntz. <laughs> However, there is plenty of evidence with Renee Elmers, which was a fellow congresswoman uh, that was in Congress at the time when Kevin McCarthy wanted to be the speaker. Mm-hmm. But one of his f- colleagues basically said, if anybody wants to put their candidacy in for Speaker of the House. Majority leader or the whip, they must not have any transgressions in their background or, you know, something to that effect. Sure. And so at 10 a.m., when there was going to be a vote for a speaker and he and McCarthy was expected to be the winner, two hours later, when that memo went out to everybody, Kevin McCarthy backed off and pulled away his candidacy. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. So that's a, definitely a warrior, huh? And oh, by the yeah. way, that's never been addressed yet. Have you ever heard him address that? Oh, no, say, oh yeah, yeah, never even heard I of had it. A, I had no idea. I had an affair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to America, to my family, you know, the whole, the whole spiel. Cause mm-hmm. when he does that, then it's no longer, he's not subject to blackmail. Cause it's already out there. Sure. In this instance, it's like, 
it's still in that alleged status. Mm-hmm. But it's way more than alleged, considering, I mean, well, you're just going to back away yeah. when the allegation yeah. goes. I mean, yeah. seriously. So this guy is a walking counterintelligence time bomb, like mm-hmm. total nuclear bomb threat. Yep. So at a time when we have number one and number two that are China captured mm-hmm. and then have appointed many China captured uh, executive branch leaders, if you will, or whatever you want to call them, you know, those that steal luggage that don't know, like they don't know gender. They're just, just psychologically, mentally confused. Right. Right. Um, I mean, this is all ideological subversion, right? You, you, you're yeah. aware, right? Your audience Absolutely. knows the whole Yuri Bezmanov model. Oh yeah. They're just playing it to the T. Uh, I was reviewing it last night. Uh, one of uh, Yuri Bezmanov's lectures is like, like an hour plus. I mean, to the T the the Chinese communist party has taken what the Soviet KGB did and then amping it up to 11 and then applying it to destroy our country from within, focusing their time and effort and attention on specifically our executive branch, the DOD, you know, with all these mandates that just demoralizes the, 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 the strongest warriors in all of these institutions are being, you know, are pitting the organization against the most loyal trustworthy individuals in the organization that you would want to lead it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, and I'm one of the casualties, I guess, of it uh, that stepped away. Not, I didn't want to participate in the unconstitutional activity of a captured executive branch. So I had, I had to gracefully depart. Well, good for you. Good for you. I'm glad. That you so that's the counterintelligence that. investigation that we're trying to get to all these members. All right. So highly, highly important. And keep your eyes out tomorrow uh, for me sharing Ivan's uh, link to that on my Telegram. And Give me social. homework. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you're listening in. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> so um, Melissa, Melissa. Uh, Can you also, put that together? Oh, yeah. Get your, get your interns on that right now, guys. We, we, we got to get this out. Uh, I also shared the link to Ivan's Substack. I've shared it before on Truth Social and I've shared it on Telegram. But let me drop it again in the chat. And you guys, please, uh, if you can, go ahead and subscribe to him. He's well worth it. Good stuff on that thing. Um, also... Uh, this man, Yuri Bezmenov, he, yeah, the prophetic interviews this guy did when he defected from the Soviet Union. Um, this is the kind of thing like I sh- uh, like I want to do a watch party. Like I just want to play this interview on the on the show and then do like kind of a breakdown and talk about it afterwards because it's oh, absolutely. Oh, I'd love to join be... you. The other thing that yeah. I'd like to do is take his prophetic speech mm-hmm. and then put in. Just the audio. Play the yeah. audio and then do a montage of what happened over the last two to six years in our country Ooh. that people can recall. Yeah. Because yeah. it would he would narrate it perfectly as we bring in the whole, you know, the riots of twenty twenty and the summer of love, right? Like it's just it would be brilliant. I think so. I think it would too. Um I'm I'm just checking my schedule for this weekend. Uh Saturday is New Year's Eve, so I'm not gonna be doing a show on New Year's Eve, but I am doing a show on the 30th. I've already got a guest set up for that. Uh, Ivan, what if we do this next Saturday, the 7th? We did a, a Yuri Bezmanov uh, uh, full interview watch party. So hopefully I can get uh, our the documentary I've been holding off on due to various reasons. Hopefully we release it on the 6th. Okay. Maybe we release it on Lindell TV. We'll see. All right. All right. Well, uh, it's well, about we'll, the 6th. And then the next day, yeah, let's do it. 
Well, okay, sweet. So we'll we'll plug it either way. That's my we'll long answer. Yes. Okay, so uh, Ivan and Zach, Yuri Bezmanov watch party. Okay, so you guys. Uh, well, we'll have to pause it, right? Because I'm long winded, so we can give our own yeah. critical thought and analysis. Yes. Well, I mean, I think that that's the only way to do it is to. Uh, uh, to, to to pause and to comment as we go along. I mean, I, I otherwise it's just we we might as well just steal it. <laughs> I mean, we've got to transform it. We've got to transform it. All right. So the seventh, we Ivan and I will be doing that. So be here for that, guys. Um. All right. So uh, we've obviously got some homework. The only thing we didn't touch on that I wanted to make sure we did was the twelfth uh, amendment reinstatement. That's right. We got to we got to explain that to the audience and how that could possibly be done. Okay. This is how I envision it. Okay. So plan for the best. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> plan for the worst. Hope for the best. Pray for the best. Yeah. And so the 12th Amendment, if you actually, for those of you that read the Mike Pence J6 cover-up committee report that just came out, mm-hmm. uh, what was that, last Monday? Yep. I believe the 850 pages. Mm-hmm. In there, one of the recommendations was, they wanted to pass legislation. Get focus. Listen in closely. They want to pass legislation so that Congress cannot go back on an election. Why did they do that? I'm probably the only guy nationally that has any minor voice in this conversation yeah. that has argued, along with Matt DiPerno and a, a few other key folks, that the states can go ahead and at any point in time. If they, you know, I think for precedence, mm-hmm. you need to show that it was an illegal certification, which it's clear that it's happened. It's just that we haven't had the political courage right. in the state legislatures to correct it. Mm-hmm. Well, we may have that because we just had elections, not only federal elections, but also elections at the state level to where we may be in a position where at least one state creates that domino, right? Mm, right. That we've been wanting to happen over the last two years, right? Yep. Right. Let's just uh, assume that that happens in January in, oh, let's say, Arizona, particularly in light of what just happened in court for Kerry Lake. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think the political desire and pressure is building and building, and I would not be surprised if Arizona is the first one to go and, and kind of reclaim their 11 electors. That might be the impetus and push, along with the Twitter files, to get enough pressure to apply to two more states. Now it puts us in this uncharted territory where, well, guess what? The resident no longer has 270 electoral votes. Mm-hmm. And that's when the U.S. House of Representatives, 12th Amendment kicks in, contingent election, one state, one vote. And guess what the numbers are? 28 states. We picked up one. Mm-hmm. 28 states are Republican and 22 are Democrat. So if uh, assuming that the states vote by party line and the speaker of the house is the temporary speaker. When this happens as his last act is speaker Trump, as he transmits the art, the hundreds of articles of impeachment on Biden and Harris, as that marinates in the Senate, the last act for speaker Trump, I recommend is to preside over that 12th amendment reinstatement of himself. And then Devin Nunes can take over. While Jim Jordan continues to thrash the DOJ. You know, my my only hope is that President Trump would be would be on board with something like that. I mean, 
I feel like he has been careful to a fault with everything he did during his administration. He wanted to avoid the appearance of he's too nice. He is too nice. He was too polite. He's too nice. He did not. He he didn't want to flex. Okay, and what we need. I mean, he flexed a lot. He flexed more than many other people would have. But there were the key moments where he didn't flex in the way that I felt he needed to. Now, I'm the first to tell you I'm not president. I wasn't president. I don't know what he was hearing behind the scenes or what else may have been going on. But I think that if he was to Mike Pence was the gatekeeper. Of course he was. I, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, there's just there, there's too many things at stake, too many people that were working against him the entire time. Let me ask you this. What's your opinion on uh, Mike Pompeo? Especially now some, knowing huh? that especially now that we didn't get the JFK files again and uh, he certainly would know what was included in them. I, I don't know how to answer that. Because it's a loaded question, I, I I do know how to answer it. I guess I just don't know because I think I always look at it, try to look at it from his perspective. He's sitting in the background trying to see if Mike Pence is going to be able to. Right, I, I'm just thinking of this right now as as you ask the question. Yeah. So if if I'm Mike Pompeo, I'm a national figure. I was in key positions: CIA director, Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. And I see that Mike Pence is essentially destroying, trying to destroy President Trump. And if he's successful, then I'm going to say there is no way Mike Pence has the charisma to become president. But he has the electoral slate in his in his back pocket. If I distance myself enough to be out of the fray, I there there may be a pathway for Mike Pompeo to secure the nomination if Trump is not in it. Sure. If Ron DeSantis remains as the governor in Florida mm-hmm. and if General Flynn stays where he's at, mm-hmm. I think that's Mike Pompeo's calculus. Sure, sure, sure. He's hedging his bets and he has been. So yeah, I think I, yeah. I tend to agree. He what lost a lot of weight. I, well, you know, he, he he lost a lot of weight. He's getting in shape. You know, I mean, that's he looks like and he's he, he was, uh, you know, up until the JFK files came out. You know, he was definitely making some public appearances and 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 showing up to do interviews and stuff. Uh, he's been right because he's not he's not like very pro J six cover up committee yeah, yeah. that wing of of the corrupt system. Uh, but he's also not like buddy buddy and just rubbing elbows down at Mar a Lago. He's kind of no. he's trying to pave his own path yeah. without being uh, tethered to either side of that argument. I, I feel like what I've observed. I feel like largely he was an ally for President Trump while he was in office. But I did not like the way the CIA uh, and even the State Department, you know, handled the Julian Assange stuff. Um, the fe- the way the federal government went after Julian Assange and just continued to, I, I feel like that was a, a, a miscarriage of justice. Um, and there was an opportunity there for, for President Trump and uh, for other people. To, uh, yeah, uh, to I'm not sure that. how that discussion went because I remember there was a couple – on a couple occasions – Trump even said publicly that, you know, like half the people as advisors are saying, like, go ahead and release, you know, pardon him. And the other half are saying, oh, no, 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 no. So I'm not sure on which side Pompeo fell. Maybe, you know, but I I just don't know. No, I don't know for sure. Not at all. Um, I need to say thank you. And I'm not defending him. I'm just, you know, just what I know. I'm just sure. Of course. Yeah, I I get it. Now, as far as when you said, is Trump thinking about becoming speaker? Mm hmm. Have it's you been presented to him? 
it's been presented to him okay. on several occasions. I mean, Wayne Allen Root, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, even as early, as late as what a few days ago, I think it was Friday. President Trump had an interview with Wayne Allen Root, and Wayne yep. Allen Root says, uh, "Kevin McCarthy stabbed me in the back, Mister President." He's like, "Yeah, I know, I know, he stabbed me in the back." Um, but you know, he's like, "It's it's risky if you don't support Kevin." It was like the most non-endorsement endorsement yeah. ever. Pretty it's the limp. weakest endorsement I've yeah. ever heard President Trump yeah. give to anyone. Well, here's the thing. You know, if, if President Trump was to come out and say, I am actively considering taking the Speaker of the House role, should it be offered to me? Can you imagine, you know, everything that would be done to ensure that that would never take place? They would take all the leverage they have on anyone who is considering not voting for Kevin McCarthy and they would use it. OK, all the black. That's why should that happen? Out. That has yeah. to happen on Monday night, the, the night yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. At the earliest. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I, you know, in the same way that a lot of people theorize about a lot of stuff, you know, President Trump isn't going to come out and say, guess what? You know, I would totally take this if it were offered to me. Uh, you know, and we've got a lot of but uh, big plans should it happen. You know, it's just that's that's not going to be the case. One, yeah. Once Kevin drops out of the race, that's it's wide open. That's it. That's it. It is because, wide open because it's so that's why Kevin, the focus is to educate folks on why exactly. they shouldn't support Kevin so that he realizes he just doesn't have a shot. The lost and he's going to need yeah. to step away, but just bow out just like 2011. Once he recognizes that he's 15, never yep. going to get enough votes he has to step aside. He has to pave the way for somebody else to come in there. And then it becomes an issue of, you know, who is truly going to represent the best interests of this house? Who's going to represent the best interests of the American people? And who is going to... Can I to- ask you a question, even yeah. though you're host? I know people yeah, yeah. hate it when I do that. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't hate it. You're what fine. do you think? I want to get your perspective, too, because, I mean, we're not in a vacuum here. It's mm-hmm. You talk to a lot of people as well. So who do yeah. you think would be best suited? I mean, honestly, you know, I I, I, ha- I totally agree with you about Devin. I loved Devin Nunes. You know, I think he's great. Uh, you know, clearly we're talking about uh, Speaker Trump. I mean, I-, I think that your plan is brilliant and it could be executed. And so I am 100 percent behind it because, again, taking a look at what has happened over the last several years and just, you know, throughout the 20th century and the 21st century, you know, they haven't allowed us to do this in the sanctioned way, shall you say, you know, the the manner in which you're supposed to affect change in government, uh, the manner in which you're supposed to get things done, they have just not allowed it to be plausible. They have they have barricaded us at every step of the way. They've they've destroyed lives. They they have broken the law, and I I think that this could legitimately happen. So that's why I'm I, I'm a proponent of it. Uh, but once President Trump, you know, steps aside to go do whatever he he needs to do, uh, I could totally see Devin Nunes doing this. But if it wasn't Devin Nunes, you know, I do like Jim Jordan, uh, but I understand your point about him staying on the judiciary. I think that's very important. Um, I, I I would support a Matt Gates. Uh, I would also support uh, a Rand Paul. Um, and you can't, know, can't, can't well, I guess Rand Paul would have to step aside from his Senate seat. Yeah. Oh shit. That's right. He's in the Senate. What am I talking about? Uh, Matt Gates. Matt Gates. But uh, yeah, nobody's going to step away from the Senate in order to uh, to go over there. But um, but yes, I, I guess Matt Gates is really it then at that point. All right, wild card. Because I, I put a poll out last couple of days on who should, should it be, yeah. and then just based on people's commentary, uh, somebody mentioned. I want to address that kind of here since we're talking about 
Uh, Carrie Lake, right? People were saying, hey, Carrie Lake would be a great speaker. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. Carrie Lake is a phenomenal orator. Uh, the grace and elegance that she comes onto stage and then presents her case mm-hmm. and then just elegantly destroys the uh, you know, opposition. Right. I don't think that she has the relationships, knowledge. You know, you got to have you have to have the relationships in the House. Right. Whereas when people say, well, President Trump doesn't, he does. Like he's endorsed 150 of the members. Right. He's had to engage with them over the last four years. Whereas yeah. uh, I may be wrong. I don't think Carrie Lake has that. Uh, that's not to say that I don't adore her. She's uh, uh, hopefully somehow we can pull it off for her to become the governor. I think, yes. And then I the think- other aspect is uh, who was the other person that was floated around? Uh, Lee Zeldin. I like I like Lee. I like Lee Zeldin. Yeah. So he yeah. he's going to finish up as his term, right? January third mm-hmm. next week, mm-hmm. yep. because he lost the governor's race. So uh, that's a possible. I could see maybe him getting to two eighteen as well. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to think, it's probably it. I think I that think those well- are the potentials. And I think Tulsi Gabbard was being thrown around. Uh, I don't think you're going to get enough. No, no. She like too many Democrats are radical leftists, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're going to get too many on the right. So I mean, while she is a crossover kind of mm-hmm. candidate, uh, I I like her and respect her for her stance on some of her votes. I mean, mm-hmm. abstaining from that first impeachment vote, yeah, was actually the proper vote to take, and I say that she was the only one that took it mm-hmm. because. By voting and participating in that impeachment vote, you're basically acknowledging and saying that this is a legitimate. Right, right. These are legitimate impeachment articles, which when we have the opportunity to rebut, I'm going to clearly articulate, just like I did way back then, that the articles as written didn't even allege a crime. Correct. And so in order to be an impeachable offense, it has to be a high crime Mm -hmm. or a misdemeanor. A misdemeanor is a crime as well. Yeah, when you don't yeah. even allege either, it's it's just like a word, like it's a sentence. It was a fairy tale, and she yeah. was the only one that uh, actually voted properly. I thought, yeah, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. You know, and and yeah, here's here's my thing with Tulsi. You know, I mean, she, she's just recently kind of come into the fold, and I, I think that she whatever she's going to do, she needs time to, uh, I guess, mature in her newfound political beliefs before I think anybody should be yes. taking what she does or says too seriously. Certainly I, you know, this is a problem. I think we have, I, people are too quick to, to hero worship and to look for people to latch onto. Uh, I, I think that, you know, Tulsi, Tulsi's a pretty face. Okay. Uh, I like the fact yeah, that she doesn't get to 218. I no, she, no, no, she, she, she would get crossover from both it. parties. One yeah. of the only ones, but yeah, not yeah. enough to get two eighteen. Not even no. close. No, no, no. And I just I don't trust I don't trust her foundation enough to 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 put her into that position. So, uh, okay. Um, let me see. Uh, Ivan, is there any other uh, points that you wanted to touch on before we uh, round it out for the night? So yeah, we have. I mean, literally, we have a little less than seven days, about six and a half days, to really start to amp it up. I, I get it. Everybody's on holiday, but this is serious business. Mm-hmm. The speaker's gavel, and I get it. The reason why the Senate and the House voted for this omnibus is because they were hedging their bets, mm-hmm. because they were afraid that uh, of a potentiality of a Speaker Trump or somebody like that 
that would essentially defund the entire executive branch that has been conducting the illegal Fourth Amendment stuff, whether it's DHS with putting people through secondary screening like myself and others, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether it's the FBI paying off big media and big tech to go ahead and spy and cancel and censor and First Amendment crush people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the reason why you're Mitch McConnell, you know, Kevin McCarthy did that. It bought them a year or not. Well, close to a year through the next fiscal year, October of 2023. Mm-hmm. So, but having said that the speaker's gavel gives you the opportunity to determine how $6.2 trillion plus are allocated throughout the country. That is the most consequential fiscal, fiscally, uh, how would I put it, position in the entire world, I think still. And that goes into one of my sub stacks where we talk about finances, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the next one I'm dropping. But yeah, you want somebody in there that you can trust that would be in a position to manage and provide a budget because constitutionally it's the house that offers that up mm-hmm. and then the Senate takes it up and then presidency. So we need to have a speaker of the house that is trustworthy. Kevin McCarthy is not trustworthy. Right. Right. And then he's going to have to return all that FTX money. And if he doesn't, which he's not going to be able to, then guess what the SDN, SDNY is going to do. We talked about that. Yep. Yeah. So to wrap it all up, I I'm, I'm pleading with everybody listening in. And this is like serious Ivan here. Mm-hmm. I, I need your help. Like we need your help. And I, I'll put it out tomorrow. Okay. You have my word. That's more homework for me mm-hmm. that I'm going to put out who those 132 members are and essentially say, Hey folks, please take a look here. And now that you know what I know about Kevin McCarthy Right. I'm begging you to consider to publicly before Tuesday, privately talk to him and then publicly state that you will not be supporting Kevin McCarthy based on the new information that you now know about him that has come out. That That is what I ask. That's literally the call to action. All right. Um, now, I see some people uh, having conversation in the chat about whether or not President Trump knows who to trust. You know, I mean, the, the, the concept of of trust I think that it needs context when you're talking about specific people. Let's say that you know someone, you know their character, and you know that you can trust them, you know, either in confidence or you can trust that they're going to behave a certain way to do what's right. Let's say you also know another person who's compromised in maybe one or more ways. You can also trust that person to do certain things based upon their own self-interest. You can trust them to stab you in the back. You can trust them (laughs) to forge certain alliances if it becomes necessary. Okay, so the idea of trust and the idea of who to trust depends in what way you are defining the need for that trust, you know? So keep in mind that trusting somebody sometimes means that you can trust them to do the wrong thing. You can trust that deep state's going to deep state. 
but you can also trust the Patriots are going to have your back. So just keep that in mind when you think about you know who is good, who is bad, uh, because uh, I think sometimes that gets lost in translation. All right, let's good go point. Ahead. Managed expectations, yeah. basically. Yes. Uh, yes, and Roxanne, yes, my eyes are getting a little dry. It's uh, it's it's late for me to be online. But let me go through the thank yous over here on the foxhole. Thank you to PQuest for dropping that cookie. Thank you to an abolitionist who says. I just want to see Trump as speaker. I took I, to watch the meltdown and heads explode. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I am 100% on board that. Set that shit on fire. Nikaz 808 says bonus points. I was talking to someone in the inner circle. I'll leave it at that. And I oh, said, I, by the way, this is to agree with that comment. Yeah. I want to see just the meltdown going for months. And yes. I want literally... I don't know how many millions it would be. Remember that meme of that girl just on her knees crying with the glasses? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Not only do I want that, but I want that to be done by at least several, probably upwards of 100 plus individuals mm-hmm. that are doing that from their prison cell, yeah. awaiting the the ultimate fate, which is the you know the highest consequence that a state or a federal body can give yes. for punishment. Absolutely. Treason. And a uh, sergeant in arms could be in a really strong position to effectuate that. Uh, I'm going to have to change my resume. I was going to say, Ivan, you would make a great sergeant in arms. I'd like to see <laughs> well, that. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'll consider that. If offered it, uh, I will consider it for a split second. <laughs> and the first people that I would hire would be the J6 defendants. Well, good. You got to be careful because the sergeant in arms is a deadly position to take. Uh, you know, people don't last too long in that position, uh, especially since January 6th. But um, Nikaz 808. On the Senate side, that's Mitch McConnell. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But either, <laughs> either way, either way, you know, they're going to be coming for you regardless, Ivan. If we can pull That's this why off, I'm going to hire the J6 yeah. defendants. Yes, yes. Uh, so, yeah, Nikaz 808, he said, bonus points for the bonus show. I love Ivan, too. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, brother. Porpoiseful, thank you for that cookie. PQuest, thank you for that cookie. Sean Joe dropped a cookie and a cookie. And then he also said Ray Pill, Red Pill, Clay Higgins from Louisiana. <laughs> Clay Higgins from Louisiana. I'm not familiar with him. What's your thoughts I know, on him? Yeah. What are my thoughts on him? Yeah, yeah. He's a good dude. He's a good Expect dude. that he will not vote for Kevin McCarthy, according to my sources. <laughs> <clears throat> thank you, Clay. Uh, and then I also needed to say uh, thank you to Lonely German over on Rumble, who said, glad your soundboard is on board. Man, you guys, I'm telling you, I think we had an electromagnetic attack tonight because this was EMP. such an important show. Yes, we had an EMP. Thank God, EMPShield.com forward slash RedPill78. Uh, you, can use, you can use my code and you can get uh, a certain percentage off. I, I don't actually have it right in front of me, but let me just... Electro McCarthy Pulse, EMP. <laughs> uh, shoot, where is it? EMPShield.com forward slash RedPill78. Oh, by the way, uh, can I do a little RP bonus? What, yeah, go ahead. Do a bonus. I think I'm about Monday time frame if Kevin McCarthy's still in the race. That's when I start to disclose everything to him personally. Because, yes, I do have his cell phone and his email address. (laughs) Oh, Kevin. Kevin, your time is limited. Uh, Peacefully and patriotically. That's right. I will share the goods. (laughs) I cannot wait to see it as soon as it comes out. 
I will go ahead and put it out on the channel. All right, you guys, thank you very much to Ivan for being here with us tonight. You guys, I just wanted to say thank you once again to everybody who donated to uh, uh, my friends Mark and Lisa and their children, Jordan, Josie, and uh, um, uh, and Jacob. Uh, for the car accident that they were in on the Ohio Turnpike. They, they have, all of them have massive injuries. They all require surgery. Um, there's, uh, there's some catastrophic stuff that happened. And, um, also, uh, uh, Jacob's girlfriend died in the crash. And, um, it's just, it's tragic. She was a, a very, very young woman. I believe she was 18 or 19 years old. Uh, and the people that have come out to support them, I mean, we've raised something like $13,000 in the last uh, 24 hours. I, I don't know how much of that came directly from watching the show with me and John last night or from the show uh, with me and Thomas earlier. But uh, I, I've seen a ton of people saying that they came because they saw those shows. So thank you very, very much for helping them out. Uh, and uh, thank you, everybody, for your generosity. Really appreciate it. It's been a great year, despite all the trials and tribulations that we've been dealing with. And we're going to make 2023 a year to remember. And hopefully it's going to be the year. I, I haven't asked for Zach. Go ahead. He, Zach didn't ask me to do this. Let's get Zach over to 200,000 subscribers Ooh. by the end of the year. That'd be sweet. That'd he, be sweet. He's earned it. I mean, uh, it, there's very few people in the entire Rumble ecosystem that do long form like substantive programs like this. So I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I can only provide one subscribe. So let's <laughs> and, get more people. And let me also request that every single person watching this on rumble hits the plus sign. Give me a rumble on every show you watch. Go back and give me rumbles on the old shows. I think rumble might be blocked. I, I called out Dan Bongino once. Uh, and I think that rumble might be blocking me from hitting the leaderboard because like every day I will see videos on the leaderboard <laughs> that have fewer views and fewer rumbles than my videos do. And I just keep not getting on there. So I think if maybe it's an overwhelming number of people, we got 2,600 people here on rumble right now, 398 it's rumbles. If everybody hits that, uh, then I might be hitting the leaderboard. And then that puts me in front of new eyes, and that gives me the opportunity to get new subscribers. That gives me the opportunity to continue spreading quality information and quality content to new people all across America. And we can go ahead and uh, and, and and change the world, guys, if we want to and if we put in the effort. So that's what I do every single day. I care about you. Uh, I appreciate every single one of you. And Ivan, I'm so happy that we met, brother. You are truly uh, a brother in arms. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, right. All right you guys. Bump. Boom, boom, bro fist. There we go. <laughs> Hey, All thanks, right. guys. Thanks, Zach. I love you, brother. Love you too, man. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Good luck and God bless. God bless.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a break through in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.